Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I reveal the power of your heart to create leadership impact and cultivate confidence for the life you want. I'm your host, Glyn Bailey, and as a corporate finance leader, executive coach, entrepreneur, and author, I know all too well the challenges that prevent female leaders from claiming their seat at the table. In this podcast, I talk all things to do with self-leadership, sharing stories, insights, and guidance on how to ultimately get out of your own way to live a life in alignment with who you are. When you begin to see the impact that you can have, no matter where you are starting on your journey, life becomes one huge adventure. I'm so excited that you are sharing your journey to Unstoppable with me. So let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Unstoppable Woman. I can't wait to introduce you to my guest, Joe Blowfield. Joe has worked in the sales and marketing arena for over 20 years in both New Zealand and Australia. Prior to starting her company, The Marketing Company, in 2004, she worked for companies such as FlightCenter.com, PricewaterhouseCoopers and Thorn EMI. Jo has an incredible passion and professionalism and that led her to win numerous awards for both sales and team excellence. She currently owns the sales mastery company and the marketing company. These have collectively helped over 10,000 businesses in over 20 countries make over 2 billion in extra sales. Jo also has a third business which is a passion project for Jo and we touch on that in this interview. Jo is a professional speaker, trainer and Toastmaster. To contribute to the local community, she has also been a business mentor with Business Mentors New Zealand for 15 years, and she advises several charities with their marketing, sponsorship and promotion. Jo also helps in running a soup kitchen in Mount Roskill in Auckland, and is the published co-author in the UK of the Authority Guide to Writing and Implementing a Marketing Plan with her husband Ambrose. Jo has even run her own radio show, A Cup of Joe talking to other like-minded women about life and business topics. And as a mum, Jo has taken both of her daughters to win internationally at their chosen sports whilst representing New Zealand. She is such a force to be reckoned with and it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to her on this interview because what you'll hear is such warmth, such openness, such vulnerability. There are a few moments in the episode where the internet connection did get a bit fuzzy but you can still hear very clearly what the conversation was so I'll hope you bear with us during those moments where unfortunately our MBN connection let us down a little bit but with no further ado let me get into this interview. I am so excited to have you here Joe Blowfield. Welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast. Oh, Glenn, thank you so much for asking me uh, onto this fantastic podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I love you. So, <laughs> I, this is going to be like a gush fest where I'll be saying you're amazing and you'll be saying it back and yeah. we won't actually get any conversation. <laughs> I know, but it's that mutual admiration, though. 
because you know we're both women we're both striving we've both got our business so it's that mutual admiration so you know we can't not be so happy for each oh, other thank you I'm so excited well what I'll do is Joe these conversations are exactly that an opportunity for you to share your truth to share who you are and what inspires you so if I start by asking and you can start anywhere you like who is Joe Blowfield? Do you know, it's so funny, Glenn, because over the past couple of months, I've been asking myself this so much. Who am I? Who am I? Um, you know, for many years, I've got two children. I've got a 17-year-old and a 12-year-old. Uh, our 17-year-old from the age of three decided that she wanted to be a world-class ballerina. So I spent a lot of my time putting effort into helping her get there. So I became this dance mum who was, you know, just enveloped in, into the whole world of dancing. And that was our, you know, it was her goal. So that became our family goal. Uh, and we, she wanted to leave home at 11, 11 years old, and she wanted to leave home. So we wouldn't let her. So she finally left home at 16. She got a, um, she went over to Houston Ballet um, Academy. She got a scholarship. And, you know, my identity was so wrapped up with her. And it was so wrapped up with my business that, you know, what was it, 16 months ago, 17 months ago when she left, I just went, who am I? Who, who, who is Joe Blowfield without this big goal of getting her daughter to where she needed to go? You know, who am I? What, what do I like anymore in life? Am I happy without this big, huge mammoth goal in my life? So over this time, I have gone through so many different transitions and, you know, just kind of, even just finding my style and fashion and just, you know, I went through a period of, probably about 10 years where I just wore same pair of jeans, black t-shirts, you know, I, I think I always looked nice. I would have always tried to look nice, but it still didn't feel quite like me. So I just feel like in the last 12 months, I've kind of ripped it all apart and it's evolved, evolved, evolved. And I'm completely different. I just, I feel like now I am a shining light, both with sequins on the outside and internally. And I've stepped into being a businesswoman. I've owned my own business now for 17 years. So I've stepped into being a businesswoman and yeah, just stepped into just being, I'm a Christian. So I'm, you know, I am Christian first, then I'm family and then I am work. And I'm just loving who I am at the moment and who I'm growing to be. Oh, uh, and of God. course, That's you're, amazing. but of course, Unstoppable Woman, your course as well, really helped me define that even more and deal with a few things that keep bubbling up. Uh, so I feel like you know, the timing of your course and a couple of other things all happened around the same time. And I feel like it's just kind of broken me free to be the person who I am. And today, I think I feel, I feel pretty good. I feel like you are right. You're right where you need to be and you're doing exactly what you're meant to be doing. Oh, it's so, that was such a long answer. No, that's amazing. And I, I love what you've shared, because I would imagine there are a lot of mums out there that have done exactly the same as you put their energy into building the confidence and the dreams of their children to be the humans that they want to expand into and the life they want to create and actually have put their own needs to one side for many years, just in the purpose of bringing up great children. And I think 
when you talk about that sort of sense of who am I and that lostness, that's quite a journey to then realize once your children are a bit older to go, gosh, my focus has been somewhere different. And now I've got to, I've got to find myself and talk, talk to me about what that first presented to you when you did feel that I don't know. And how did you go about then exploring who you were, Joe? Uh, I guess it's like that empty nest syndrome, you know, when they leave and you're, you, you do feel a bit lost. So I, yeah, it was, I didn't have, our social life revolves so much around competitions Mm -hmm. and around dancing. Our whole life, you know, both of our daughters danced, you know, our our oldest daughter danced at international level. So she won a couple of the big competitions over in America. uh, And and even our 12, our youngest as well, she won a big competition in New New York when we took her there. So, you know, they were really good dancers. So our whole our whole life, all of our holidays all revolved around dancing. We took our daughters to different places wherever they were dancing. And then all of a sudden, it was gone. Mm. And so it was like this big cavern had opened up and there was just nothing. And I had a lot of time on my hands because normally I, I was the Uber. I Ubered them everywhere that they needed to go. And then all of a sudden, there was just one child, not two, and there just wasn't I wasn't constantly busy. And so when I wasn't constantly busy, I was asking myself, oh my gosh, what should I be doing? Who, who am I? What's something, it just didn't feel right. And it was one morning when my husband picked me up off the floor in our bedroom. I'm trying not to cry. Oh, goodness. He picked me up off the floor in our bedroom and he just said, you know, what is going on? And I just said to him, I don't know myself. I don't know who I am without this in my life. I don't know and he just said to me you know you are still Joe Blowfield but you've just got to find the new Joe Blowfield yeah. you know and and I just said to him I feel like there's more to my life there should be more to my life than this right now and he said you know my husband is the glass right to the top and over overflowing and he just said to me you know I'm so excited for you because now is your time now is your time so Go out, find what makes you happy. And so I just started, I logged onto the internet and I started doing a few things. I found Trini of London, who I just thought, who is this mad woman? And (laughs) I watched some of her videos and just looked at how she was dressing. And I just thought, okay, so if I just put a bit more color into my life, maybe that might make me a bit happier. So I did that. Then I added sequins and thought, wow, I'm so excited now. (laughs) And so things have just been evolving over time. And yeah, it was a pretty dark place to be in when I just didn't know. I, I wanted to stay in bed all the time. Didn't want to get up. I uh, didn't want to do anything. Uh, and so, you know, that was a, that was August. And then COVID hit in March, which, you know, changed things up again even more for our. And, uh, but yeah, it was just, it was a dark place. And I've done it through little steps. Yeah, that's. That's really valuable to understand because I think there is that whole period where you have to go what I describe into the valley for you to be able to come out the other side and then be climbing what is your own mountain for your own truth and your own journey. And I think too often we're in an environment where we aren't asking those bigger questions. We're on either a career track whether that's in a corporate career driving up the the career ladder without thinking about is this is this journey taking me to where I want to go or is it 
me focusing on my children and focusing on them so then I'm not focusing on my journey and then when that goes what who do I allow myself to become and it's such a huge responsibility to then choose for yourself because you have to then own all of who you are what you're doing what you're about but getting to that point of understanding yourself is is the hardest is the hardest part and I love what you've just said even just finding Trini and Susanna I remember that show in the UK and just loved how they made women feel and but just seeing the joy come to their worlds when they found a piece of their identity that they hadn't realized was was missing you know and I think yeah. that's incredibly powerful and it was the small things that I did it was even this sounds really bizarre but it was from taking my bras from being just beige t-shirt bras into something lacy and it was just this whole process of just making myself feel better every time I put it on it was like ah that looks so pretty and it was just the small things like that but one of the biggest things I had to get over right at the beginning was feeling guilty Mm. that I was now taking time for myself and getting over that guilt of going gosh you know do I deserve this you know, I could just carry on the way I am, you know, I'll find something, but it was just kind of, it was just standing in my own and just going, actually, no, you need to do this for yourself and for your family uh, and for your business and everything else. And if I can get myself right, then everything else should be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you are the, the, the powerhouse and the engine that is ultimately going to help support the family through your own happiness, your own connection to yourself, your own joy. But not only that, you've got two daughters. So being able to stand in your own identity, being able to stand in the power that you have to make an impact in the world, whether that's through business, whether that's through a healthy body image, whether that's through self-care and self-love, your role modeling in everything that you do for your children and if you've been on that journey of hitting those moments of fear despair don't know who I am when they go through their own coming into their own lives and they have those moments because we all have hardships you'll be well prepared to be able to guide them through it because you've been on that journey and I think sometimes we don't recognize that the hardest challenges that we face allow us to be the greatest teachers to support others on on that journey. Yeah, you, you absolutely. You mentioned that happens sort of around August time, and then COVID hit in March. How did uh, that shift from August transforming yourself and having that realization that you needed to put you first, ready yourself for how you then showed up in your business from from March last year? Uh, I think because I'd taken that time between August and kind of, you know, March to get myself a bit stronger. If I have done that when COVID hit, I I don't think we would have made it through COVID Mm -hmm. because, you know, I was that bit stronger and, you know, feeling already great about myself. Um, So a couple of major things happened when COVID hit. Uh, Number one was that my daughter who was dancing in Houston um, Ballet Academy, uh, we brought her home. And so she came home from, so she came home from Houston, this amazing life that she had with an apartment and friends and dancing. She came home to New Zealand and then we, she went and tried another dance school and decided to give up dancing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So after 
what, 14 years of dancing at a high level, she just decided that's it, I don't want to dance anymore. So we dealt with that through COVID with her and just that whole mental load that it had on her. Uh, and the mental load always said to her that we want her to be a happy human first. Yeah. You know, be a good human. You'll be a good, you'll be human a lot longer than you will a um, dancer or a businesswoman. So be a good, happy human. That's all that we're wanting for you. Yeah. And so when she told us that uh, she wanted to finish dancing, you know, it was a bit of a shock, but we just said to her, is this going to make you happy? And she said, yes, I, I feel like it is because through COVID, she said, I've realized that there was more to life than dancing and I want to be by my family and I want to just do some other things. So she gave up, so she gave up um, dancing. She hasn't danced for, what, about a year now. And, you know, the whole family, I, I feel like I did go through a bit of mourning with that as well. Yeah. Uh, but we've, and the mental load on her was just unbelievable. So just getting her through that mental load was huge. But also too, when COVID hit in our business, we were faced a face-to-face training so we lost 75% of our business overnight customers calling up every phone call was just somebody cancelling and it wasn't that we just lost 75% of our business for that month we lost 75% of our business moving forward too for the next six months for customers who had pre-booked you know and into the future and we were just looking at it going we are in major trouble here you know our business is not going to survive what are we going to do so my husband and I pivoted the business you know, did like a 360 spin on it and pivoted the business to now being a 99% online. Yeah, wow. And it has, that has literally, my husband traveled, before COVID, my husband traveled for two, two weeks out of the month. And so all of a sudden he was home now nonstop as well. Uh, we were pivoting our business. Our daughter had stopped dancing and he had to, he keeps saying, you know, we don't, I fit into the family because normally week, so I would run the family. So all of a sudden he was there and he was going, where do I fit in? And I was looking at him going, yeah, how are you going to fit in? And then our daughter was back with, you know, all of the head stuff that she had. And it was like, how are we going to deal with this? How are we going to deal with the business? And then we had schooling on top of that, uh, you know, because our 12-year-old daughter is also on the spectrum for autism and dyslexic as well. So I was thinking, how are we going to look after her for schooling? So COVID for us was a massive it was huge, all these little things. But I tell you, we dug so deep as a family and we just pivoted our business. In that first two weeks of COVID, we managed to help around 1,500 businesses online with just our free webinars and things like that. Our children, basically my husband and I spent 12 to 16 hours on Zooms nonstop and our daughters cooked us meals. They looked up. Our little, our little at the time, because she's um, autistic and dyslexic, she made a deal with me that if she could get her schoolwork done between uh, between eight o'clock and lunchtime, could she um, then do whatever she wanted for the rest of the day? So I had to be highly organised with her early in the morning so that she could uh, get all of her work done. And then she sat on the online game Roblox for you know until nine o'clock at night. But I said to her, she's done her schoolwork, so we were totally happy. But her and our seventeen-year-old daughter cooked my husband and I meals these little knocks outside our door with this meal that would just turn up for us 
And we explain to our children, this is what we need to do. This is why we're doing it, because there are businesses out there even in worse positions than us. But also, too, we need to work on our own business and pivot our business really quickly. So we need you to muck in with us and we need you to help out. And so they organised the whole house. We pivoted our business. Yeah, our daughter dancing. It was it was mammoth time. But you know what? We also, too, our little 11-year-old, who one request was that at each day we tip-topped with you. So each day we did a TikTok with you. So our TikToks became legendary over, over um, COVID because every night we would turn up on social media and we would do a different TikTok. And people were just cheering us on. We were cheering other people on. Other people were, we were challenging other families and other parts of the world. And COVID for me was the best time ever. I just loved it. I went from, you know, my daughter being overseas, my husband being away two weeks, to, and you know me not seeing my little one to all of a sudden having my husband home, my daughter back from Houston, uh, both girls giving up dancing, all this time with them. It was the best time ever. Joe, what a transformation. That is insane. I hear what you're sharing and I just yeah. think you are unstoppable. Like in that journey, not only when you say dig deep, I mean, that is a whole nother layer of digging deep like having your children understand that you are in fight flight survival mode for your business but leaning in together anchoring in on your faith to be able to say right how do how do we bring us together as a family and come through this but not only that what I really love about what you've just shared is the recognition that there are other people in a really difficult space too. So part of building your business back wasn't just about how do we survive, but it is how do we help other businesses and our community survive through a really challenging time. Joe, I am so inspired with all that you have done, which then makes me, I, and I have to ask this question because I never asked you this question when you joined Unstoppable Woman. So back in February, I'd launched Unstoppable Woman as uh, the eight-week program for the first time as a paid program. I, I tested it last year a couple of times through some beta groups through COVID. And having met you on a, a Tina Towers Business Mastermind, where we've been sharing the journey about how we take our businesses to different different levels of growth through having a community of support. I was really surprised to have someone who I'd already admired from within the group come and say, hey, I'd like to do your program. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot here and ask you live on this podcast. But what made you join? Because from the outside looking at you, Joe, and especially what you've just described, you are bloody unstoppable. So what was it that you were looking for when you when you signed up? Well, to be really honest, I'm sure this is like many women and men out there. I had a little inner critic voice that sometimes held me back and stopped me from being unstoppable. But also, too, to be really honest, it's in the title of your course, Lynn, Unstoppable. I want to be even more unstoppable. I'm, I'm only just starting, and I just thought anything that is going to work on me as a human and make me or give me just that little bit of edge I'm signing up for and I am doing and I I'm so glad because you know one of the biggest things that you got me to do was to name my inner critic and by naming her now I have dulled her down so much 
that even now, you know, my inner critic for years and years and years has plagued me about my weight nonstop. I am the person that will try on one outfit and then 10 outfits later go back to the first outfit that I tried on. And my inner critic is through that whole process doing, you know, oh, no, that doesn't, oh, no, that doesn't quite look right. Oh, no, oh. And now I wear the first, same first outfit I put on and my inner critic just goes, you look fantastic you look so good and she perks her head up every now now and then mine's called moaning myrtle because you know like on harry potter when she's like oh that's terrible (laughs) she's moaning myrtle but she just she just she's every now and she she pokes her head and i just thank her for coming in and i just thank her for being there and thank her for keep trying to keep me safe just let her know that i've got it and her voice now has become a, a lot more positive. Yeah. And it's also only little things now she'll perk up and I'll just go, oh, okay, hello, what's why are you here? And it was through your coaching that I just, yeah, she stopped being in my head and she became an outside kind of physical being to me that I could actually, and that was just the biggest breakthrough ever. Oh, amazing. And, it's unbelievable because now, yeah, my, even my weight, I don't even feel like losing weight anymore. I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm really happy. I love what I'm doing. This is me. And in my inner, in my inner credit's going, yeah, this is you. It you is know? you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is you. And it's so exciting to see that. And I think when I think about what my aspirations were with with the program, and it's an interesting journey in itself when you're launching a program called Unstoppable Woman, and I published a book called Unstoppable Woman. I know I carry a whole amount of pressure in my own mind and on my own shoulders around who do I need to have to be to honor that? Who do I have to allow myself to become to be able to lead people through that journey? And there have definitely been moments where my inner critic, who's called Nailer, uh, and I called her Nailer because I want to nail her, but she absolutely comes up and she speaks all her (laughs) ugliness. (laughs) And you just think, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? But I've just learned over time is that the biggest challenge sometimes women have is hiding these conversations, hiding the fact that we all have these moments of insecurity that stop us from stepping into our fullest expression of ourselves, stop us from owning our awesomeness and our ability to make a difference to others just by being truthful about the journey, just by being truthful about what didn't work and where did I get stuck and what did I do to myself that I absolutely shouldn't have, but have learned from doing it that that wasn't the right way to communicate with myself or, you know, look at myself and, and degrade who, who I am when I'm standing in front of the mirror. And I look at that and just think, if more of us women stepped into this space of whether you call it unstoppable, whether you call it being true to yourself and being fully self-expressed, my view is if the more women that we can get to, to love all of the elements of their life, you know, whether that's a challenging life upbringing, whether that's a weight issue, whether it's a, a narrative about intellect, I know certainly mine comes up in the space of, am I smart enough? Can I make a contribution that's meaningful and different enough to, to warrant my space in, in this environment? And 
And the answer is yes, like we all, we all do. And I think if more of us women step into that space, when we think about the impact on the economy, because women will be able to stand and claim their seat at the board tables that they need to be at, they're, they're going to be willing to challenge the paradigm of current leadership, you know, where we have got lots of businesses, small and large, in a space of pale, stale male, and therefore we're not creating environments where the, what you've just described about the journey that your family went through, like we need to recognize that we all have our own home context that influences the way we show up, influences our health, influences our mental well-being and our physical well-being. And that influences ultimately the, the contribution we can make to the world around us. And I think if we're having all of these kind of real conversations, we're in such a better place to help everyone become unstoppable to their truth and where you're pulling people up rather than, um, you know, keeping people down, you know, we're actually taking someone with us on the journey and going, hey, look, this worked for me. How about I share that? Maybe it will work for you. And if you feel good about yourself, maybe you'll do the honor of passing on your wisdom to, to the next person that's having a, a challenge. And I just think what you've achieved in such a incredibly challenging time, Joe, but in every facet of your life is incredible. <laughs> Absolutely. It makes me like I bulldoze it. I bulldoze my way through it. I feel like I just, I, I don't know, I just, I feel like I've just got this thing where I just always think everything is going to be okay. Yeah. Why wouldn't it work out? Why yeah. wouldn't it be okay? Uh, and so I just always try and just go through that and just go, actually, why, why, why won't it be okay? Just go for it. You'll be fine. Um, I, you know, one of the big things too that the course really helped me with, Glenn, was the support from the other women in the course and your and our one-on-ones, you know, our group meetings that we would have together in the Facebook group. Yeah. I just found I found it so valuable and I just we all supported each other. I just loved how they all gave just so raw and shared everything and there was no judgment no it was a safe zone to do it and it was things you know when we were having a bad week or a bad day we would just put it on the Facebook chat or we would come to you know come to the um, group coaching and just say look this is what's happened and then everyone would kind of help each other and it was it was warm fuzzies and just so good for yeah just that making you know that you're not alone yeah I think that's the power and I think I have to say credit to the group of women that leaned in because it takes courage to stand in your own vulnerability it takes courage to be able to say hey this is what I'm dealing with right now and we had, and I love the fact that we had conversations about you know how how do I know what I'm worthy of, you know, and, and how do I price myself for my, my own market? Because we had what was lovely about this group, we had a combination of business owners and corporate leaders. And it was that that mix between the two, I think, made it really magical because you've got people from two different worlds bringing out very similar themes, all to do with a sense of self-identity and how do I see myself and therefore where do I show up and where do I not show up where I, where I need to. And 
Yeah. You know, certainly there was a lot of theme around how do I take up more space, whether that's in my corporate career, whether that's in my life, whether it's that transition from, hey, I've I've realized that I'm not fulfilled in my career and I'm and I'm wanting to do something different. And I I love the fact that the the, the girls brought different different challenges, but the essence was we're going to stand in this really uncomfortable space of sharing our truth. And when we do so, what we've got is a cheer squad that's going to help us move through it. And I think that was like, oh, it's my highlight of the week because I'd be getting as much from those conversations as you girls were because it just, it's so real. And I thrive on that. I thrive on not having a program that's, especially with my background being in corporate, not having a program that's surface level leadership and focusing on here's how you need to structure a team and here's blah, blah, blah. And here's all these sort of surface levels of ways of taking people on a journey. Whereas my personal view is unless you can take yourself on a journey, unless you can look at your demons and address them, and unless you can see where your fear is and move past it, you have got no real knowledge of how to take someone else to other heights and we can do surface level leadership and team but you have to be able to embody embody what your message is be in alignment with your words and your actions and I think what the team in that cohort bought was exactly that they bought truth tears laughter (laughs) it was all in there but one thing that I really loved too was the personality when we went through and did our personalities and it gave such an in-depth look at it and I printed it all out and I took it up to my husband and I said to him (laughs) if you really want to know your wife you will read what I've just printed out and I just said to him it is smack bang me so if you want a really good in-depth look at me read this here and you'll know how I tick I just yeah it was um it was unbelievable and it really truly is one of the best things that I've done and right for the at the right timing for me as well yeah yeah wanting to make a change not quite knowing how you know with with the whole you know, wanting is that inner critic just to be dulled a bit and just know how to deal with her because she was rampant. So yeah, it was it was brilliant, Glenn. Well done. No, you're most welcome. So can I ask you? You've got two businesses at the moment. So you've got the sales mastery company and the marketing company, but you're talking about a third business. So like, if you weren't unstoppable enough with this amazing work that you do, you're throwing yourself into your third. business business what's your hope and your dreams for your third business and can you tell us a little bit more about what you're what you're doing well um when COVID just before COVID started in January I actually I started a third business and that was because um you know my daughter was being autistic and dyslexic she um we were looking at just different things that were on the market that could possibly help and with the way that I was feeling I was you know, brain fog was rampant in my life. I had a huge amount of brain fog. And so we found some products that um, 
are just the most amazing products that have had just such a huge impact on our daughter, had a huge impact on myself as well, and had a huge impact on our whole family. So I just decided that I've got to be in this business. I, I believe in these products so much. I'm going to go right behind these products. Um, also, too, it's it's network marketing business, that business. And so with network marketing, you know, for anyone that's been in it, there is a psyche behind being a network marketer. You know, most people think, oh, gosh, network marketers are terrible people. But I wanted to learn the whole psyche behind being able to sell when you're in that business because you really do have to get over your ego. You've been got to be motivated and you've got to want to change something up for your family. And so I decided, look, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to see what it's like. I've I declined like about 150 other network marketing companies but in this product so much I got right in behind it so over COVID and everything like that I was also building this third business so now it's built into this amazing team I've just got the most amazing people in my team now and I've been looking at that and kind of trying to decide what I'm going to do with joeblowfield.com and how am I going to create this business and you know talking to yourself at the retreat Glenn, and just talking to other people it's changed so many times what my third business is going to be but I think I've got it nailed now and I really love helping women get into business yeah. to be you know the drivers of their own success I really do love network marketing I've decided I love it it is an industry that I just am really getting very passionate about and I love women feeling great about themselves. And so I'm going to kind of mash them all together and create this business that helps them be in business but wearing sequins kind of thing and just feeling great while being able to earn money for um, their family. And God, it feels so good. I feel like I've just got this exciting new venture ahead of me. Um, I had to get our other two businesses up to a point where they could sustain business without me. So my husband looks after them now and is really stepping into the light with those two businesses um, so that I can take time now and concentrate on my third business. And I'm just so excited for what I can do for people's lives, both with the products and health-wise as a customer, but also too for these women in business and just I, re I want to be a great leader I want to just and I want to take everyone with me so that's kind of what I'm thinking of for joeblowfield.com it's very very it's still very new and I'm still trying to get my head around everything and how all the cogs will work together uh, that and then I've got a podcast coming out too in a couple of weeks so oh, that'd be amazing well I've no doubt yeah I've no doubt that you will, I've no doubt you will make this an absolute success and you know, I'm not going to say my experience of network marketing has been one that is different to the, the, the general connotations, which is, oh, it's all a little bit icky and people are trying to, to sell at you. But in the time that I have known you, what you bring, and this is, I think this is the, the where we feel so aligned, is that you practice what you preach, you embody your work, you are integrous with your words and your actions. And I love that it's a product that's helped your daughter navigate a, is it ADHD, is that right? Um, yes, she has a touch of that as well, but it's mainly, um, you know, she is autistic and she is, um, she is dyslexic. Uh, and, you know, it's, I've just found that it's helped her with what she's doing. 
I just love what it has done for us as a family. And I just think how I've, I'm so passionate about this product now. I think I'll be on it for the rest of my life. I'm a lifer because, you know, every, even at the retreat, people are saying to me, how do you do what, you know, how do you, are you able to have these late nights and get up early and just have all this energy? And it's because I've got this just amazing stuff in my life that supports me. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm hitting perimenopause apparently. So, you know, that's a whole other saga that's going on there. Uh, but I just feel like, yeah, it's, I feel like I've got, I've, I'm just so excited about my, my future and my family's future. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the, the magic source, isn't it? It's that you're doing something because it's wholly aligned to the life you're creating for yourself, your family, you're honoring that. And actually you're creating a, we're not, what I really resonated with is you're creating the energy for women to see that wherever they are on their journey, whether that's in a corporate career, wanting to start their own business as a side hustle to bring extra income for the family, or whether it's to pursue a passion and do something different. And to your point is you have to get past your ego to be able to do the work that you do. You have to get past your fears of judgment. What will people think? How will they perceive me in order to be able to serve others to the the greatest extent that you can and I'm I'm excited to see how it goes one because I just love your energy and your passion but two what I've known about you in the year that I've known you is that there is no there's no hype with you you know you're excited and you're driven but everything you do is about performance it's about getting results but it's about getting results not just at a a business income and a profit level but it's about the community impact the the opportunity to give back to others to to create an ecosystem where one person winning creates an environment for the other person to win too and i just love where you're going with this so I can't wait interviewing you in a year from now and seeing where joelblowfield.com has gone and just just seeing you step into your sequence and style and bringing all of that confidence to other women as well can I ask you as we wrap up one last question if you were to give one piece of advice to a woman that was currently feeling lost in herself and a little bit unsure about where to go next where would you guide her find your tribe yeah find women in your life that are going to lift you up and if you've got negative nellies in your life I'm sorry cut them out find people that are going to put energy into you and lift you up when they see you tell you that you look great find your tribe your tribe is out there and they are waiting for you I have never had a tribe until this last year, year and a bit. And now I've got different tribes for different days. And I tell you, find your tribe and you're not alone. We've all felt the same way as you. And tomorrow will be a better day, but just keep going. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. I could talk to you all day. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I look forward to seeing how Joe Blowfield goes and connecting with you again so that you can share how the next 12 months unfold oh thank you so much Glenn, for having me you're so welcome thank you thanks oh wow what an amazing human joe is what 
an incredible privilege to have her on my show. I hope you got as much out of that interview as I did recording it with her. And apologies again for the dodgy moments of internet connection. I'll be sure to put in the show notes how you can connect with Jo and follow her work. And thank you again for listening in and following the journey of Unstoppable Woman. I look forward to connecting with you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Unstoppable Woman podcast. The path to the future you want leads from your heart. If you got value from this podcast, please leave a review and share it with another woman who you know would benefit from it too. We need more women claiming their seats at the table. Until next time, live your truth and be unstoppable.